Now, back to the action. The Checkered Flag Report on Bear Country 95.3. That's our local racing show. On Saturday mornings here at Bear Country 95.3, the Monadnock Speedway uh, checkered flag report interview portion of the show. And on the Bear Lines, uh, actually a, a voice I heard a lot on Saturday when I was up at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. And uh, a voice we're going to hear tonight when we go to uh, Monadnock. Uh, Pete Falcone is joining us or joining me this morning on Bear Country 95.3. Pete, great to hear from you. Oh well, hey! Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, first of all, it was wonderful to hear you uh, last Saturday over at uh, New Hampshire Motor Speedway. I think everything uh, went. Uh, Saturday was just a great day, and uh, it was so great to be back in New Hampshire. Yeah, and it was great to be able to get everything in. The forecast was not good going into the weekend. They had a game plan should they lose any of the races to weather and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but for both days, and it just turned out that on the the big day Sunday for the Cup race, uh, it came up seven laps short because of darkness, not because of, of weather necessarily. So happy that the whole weekend got in. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, tell me about that connection that you have with New Hampshire Motor Speedway. How long have you been announcing there? Well, believe it or not, it's uh, it's right around twenty five years. Um, it, it all started way back uh, in the late '90s. Uh, I was I had for, for a number of years. I was the weekly announcer at the Lee USA Speedway in Lee, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and uh, I knew through that connection the marketing director at Loudon at the time. And uh, he came up to the booth one night and said, "You know, we need some help up there next weekend. Uh, do, you, do you think you'd be around?" And gave me his card and i said uh, i think i will i'll give you a call and i did and the rest is history um uh, i've been lucky enough to uh, be there all those years and gone through some other co-announcers in the meantime and survived an ownership change and uh uh yeah i'm, I'm pretty proud of it uh, even though we're down to just one weekend uh, but i've i've worked basically all of the nascar shows whether it was just uh Back to the Bush series, or just a modified show, but also weekends when it's the Cup guys, the truck guys, or the or the Xfinity cars. Uh, yeah, I've been very uh, very lucky to do that, and it um, uh, it's a great facility. They they take real good care of us, and uh, it's a, it's a thrill to do it. And you got to call that great move by Ryan Priest. Uh, at that Whalen Modified race on Saturday at the final turn on the last lap. That was awesome. Yeah, and that is, um, if if someone has never seen the Modifieds there, uh, it, it put it on the to-do list because <laughs> yeah. every race, I can't remember a race where we sat around and, and went, you know, oh, boy, when, when is something going to happen? It is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's on your feet the whole time, and usually the finishes are like that. I've seen finishes where the you know the top three or four take each other out, uh, coming to the checkered flag, uh, and and you know last lap or even last turn passes are not unusual, like we saw with Ryan Priest getting by Justin Bonsignor and Ron Silk in that uh, that event. So that that's uh, that's what it's like, and it's uh, 
I love it when they have the modified fit. Absolutely, absolutely. We've got uh, Pete Falcone on the Bear Lines uh, this morning joining us on the uh, Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report. Now, Pete is also the voice uh, of NEMA and NEMA Light, the uh, Northeast Midget Association, uh, which is going to be visiting uh, Monadnock Speedway on Saturday night or tonight when uh, this is played back on Bear Country uh, 95.3. And, and I understand that you've been a part of this association for an awful long time as well. Yeah, uh, 2003 was my first season with them. They, um, the previous uh, guy was somebody by the name of uh, Derek Pernasiglio, who ended up going to do TV work in the uh, down in the uh, Carolinas, and actually ended up working for NBC and uh, some of the affiliates like that. And so they needed an announcer. I uh, had always seen the midgets, uh, even since I was a kid. Um, always thought they were pretty exciting, never considered announcing for them. And they asked if I would uh, come on with them. And I, I did because at the time I wasn't, uh, working a, a track on a regular basis, uh, as I had been previously at Lee and some other speedways. So, um, so I, I joined up with them and I, and I love it because, uh, it's, it's not every, the schedule, even though they can run 18 or 20, 21 or so races a year uh it's not every week um and we get to visit so many different tracks like monadnock which uh you know besides the drivers who love it um i do too personally um i grew up around a, a racetrack that doesn't exist anymore the westboro speedway in westboro mass mm-hmm. and um uh you know that's where i learned all about racing uh from from way back when and monadnock is very reminiscent of westboro high bank uh quarter mile um uh and you know westboro was built in the mid 40s specifically for midgets and therefore they ran very well there and it's very similar in monadnock i mean the speeds are just uh unbelievable normally uh uh the the midgets you'll find are the fastest race cars at any of these tracks, uh, other than say the super modifieds, but the, uh, the midgets are going faster than, um, than the modifieds, uh, and really, uh, getting around there with the wings on top and, uh, uh, just the way the handling set up on the cars. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a spectacular thing to see. And those guys are driving on the edge every lap. So, uh, it's almost scary to watch, but uh, yeah, Monadnock's a great track. Uh, I like it personally, and the drivers love it. Now, uh, Pete, you've done a good job so far, you know, describing uh, what the, the midgets are all about. For that casual race fan, you know, talk a, a, about these midget cars and, and what makes them so unique. Well, they are the original race car going back to you know the the, the 1930s. Um, they're open wheel uh, cars. Um, they've obviously evolved over the years. It's really what uh, sprint cars and Indianapolis style cars evolved from, mm-hmm. uh, as midgets were the original race car. Uh, these particular cars today, they're they're open wheel. They're all fabricated chassis with the the typical um, midget or sprint car body on them. Um, uh, open cockpit uh, again it's not a full bodied car these uh, are we have two divisions we have the nema midgets and the nema lights mm-hmm. the nema midgets are extremely powerful uh 400 horsepower which doesn't sound a lot when you think that 
you know, modifieds are 600 and super modifieds are, are even more than that. But it's 400 horsepower and under 1,000 pounds. So the power-to-weight ratio is amazing. And they have the wings on top that help uh, adhere the car to the racetrack. And um, uh, just the, you know, the handling of it is uh, is pretty uh uh, pretty it takes a lot of finesse, I guess, is what I'm trying to say about those cars. So, <laughs> okay. so yeah, I mean, you know, somebody might look at one and go, well, that just looks like a go-kart with a body on it, even though it's much bigger than that. Uh, but there's a lot more to it than that. And the, the main component is the speed, really. Um, the NEMA midgets are the fastest asphalt midgets in the world, given by the horsepower and the fact that they have the wings on them and so forth. Uh, and really... The, the car is built for two things, speed and safety. And, uh, you know, they, the NEMA lights are not that far off from the regular NEMA cars. They are just what the, the name implies, light, meaning they're a little lighter on horsepower, about half the horsepower of the regular midgets. Um, they weigh more because the NEMA lights have clutches and starters in them as opposed to the NEMA Midgets, where it's direct drive right from the engine back, no uh, transmission or anything, and no clutch or starter. So that's why the NEMA lights are a little heavier and they're self-starting. But they're fast, too, and the the chassis are the same, so the handling characteristics are the same. So uh, between the two divisions, uh, we usually bring um, anywhere from... uh, uh, 24 to 30 cars uh, on race night. Uh, Pete, uh, I, I've been going through uh, some of the drivers and some of the teams, and I can't help but mo- notice that uh, a lot of these uh, a lot of these teams are, are multi generational teams. They are. It seems to stick. Uh, we have a number of them now, and that's kind of the way it's been over the history of of NEMA. Um, uh, NEMA's been around. Uh, since the early 1950s as an organization and a a lot of the names are names of people that uh were in the sport back in the 50s and 60s um in fact we have a guy that races with us his grandfather was i believe the original champion of the northeastern midget association wow uh and it just over and over again and and if the if the, the parents and grandparents of some of these people uh, didn't come from uh, midgets. They were stock car drivers once upon a time, whatever. So, uh, yeah, it's it really is a family affair. So uh, talk about Iron Mike, if you could. Sure. Uh, Iron Mike Scrivani was a, besides being a character, he was an innovator <laughs> in racing. Okay. He campaigned a midget as well as, uh, modified race cars for some of the big New England names uh, back again in the 50s, 60s, and 70s primarily. Um, and he was really known for his, uh, first of all, his grit. He was a guy that got into it and, and got dirty working on his race cars and was quite a character. But he built some really fast race cars and won championships and a lot of races with some of the biggest names in midget racing. Uh, his son, who of course was by his side for all of the years that they were coming up through NEMA and the modified ranks, uh, kind of took over for his father when his father passed away and has been campaigning cars. Now, his father gets uh, 
remembered with a memorial race such as uh, this week. Uh, but his son uh, has campaigned all kinds of uh, NEMA cars in the past, currently has a pretty stout uh, NEMA light that they run. They've got a guy out in New Jersey that drives it. But um, when you stop and think how many races they've won and championships they've won between father and son, it's uh, pretty pretty uh, impressive and deep in history. All right, the Iron Mike Memorial, uh, Saturday night uh, over at Monadnock Speedway. Uh, tell me, Pete, uh, Pete Falcone on the Bear Lines this morning, uh, who is the voice of NEMA, and you'll hear him tonight uh, over the loudspeaker when you go to uh, Monadnock on Saturday night. Uh, Pete, tell, tell me, uh, is there a, a couple of drivers in particular that run extra fast at Monadnock that we have to keep our eye on? Well, you got to point to the guys that have... Uh, the most recent championships over the last 10 years, Randy Cabral, who runs both a NEMA light and a NEMA car. Uh, he's leading in the points in the NEMA cars, has not won a NEMA feature yet. He's won a NEMA light feature, but he is a multi-time champion. He's won like seven of the last uh, 10 championships or whatever. He's one that you want to watch because he is just a terrific driver and Again, he is at it every lap, and he's in some good equipment, too. He drives for Tim Bertrand and Bertrand Motorsports. So they, they have uh, uh, about four cars that compete every week, and all of his drivers and cars do very well. So i got to recommend Randy Cabral as one to watch, and John Zick, who is the other one that's had a few championships in the last 10 years, also very fast on these short tracks like Monadnock. He drives a black number nine, and uh, he'd be one to watch when they come to the green. All right, very good. The Iron Mike Memorial Saturday night, uh, Monadnock Speedway. Pete Falcone joining us on the Bear Lines this morning. Travel safe, Pete, and uh, we'll see you uh, over at the high banks of Monadnock. What do you say? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be tower side and uh, see you then. All right, we'll be back with more. This is the Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report on Bear Country ninety five point three.